Are y'all ready for some word? Open up your Bibles. Go with me to Deuteronomy chapter 28. Say, I am blessed. Hallelujah. I want to just encourage you to live in the truth. Live in the truth. Don't live by what you feel. Don't live by what you see. We walk by faith and not by sight. And the word of God is the truth. And the word, the scripture says the truth will set you free. And so we got to live in the truth. Amen. The truth is that you are blessed. You are not going to be blessed. But you are blessed through Jesus Christ. If you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Bible says that, that though he was rich, yet he became poor so that we might become rich. We have the potential to receive things in this world as well as the one to come. Jesus has made a way for us to live as priests and kings now. That even the air, even the things that were created are all subject at the name of Jesus. And we have been given that name and the power and the authority of the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, poverty has to bow. In the name of Jesus, the chains of poverty from one generation to the next generation have to be broken. It's all in the name of Jesus. And you have to, rem you have to remind yourself that, that when you gave your life to Jesus Christ, that your life is not your own, but you've been, you've been bought with the price of the blood of Jesus Christ. That you have been adopted into the family of God. That you are part of the body of Christ. That there's no separation between you and Jesus Christ. That means the same authority, the same blessing, and the same power that Jesus has is available for you. Where Jesus was able to take a few loaves of bread and a few fish and multiply it to feed the masses. I want to tell you that anointing and that power is available for you as well. Amen. And so we cannot... We, we should never think that we are poor when Christ Jesus has made us rich. Say, I am blessed. Come on again, I am blessed. And I know some of you are saying, Pastor, you, don't, you haven't seen my, my bank account. You don't see the letters I get or the rejection I hear. You don't see the work I work or the money I make. You don't see that. I want to let you know that all those things can change when you begin to change your faith to believe the word of God. The word of God is the truth, and the truth will set you free. So when you grab a hold of the word of God and make it your reality, instead of walking by what you, what you see, you start walking by faith, and the things that you see will change. Amen? And the only limit that you have is the limit that you put on your own life. 
The only limit about how far you could go, how far you could increase, how far you could be a blessing to others is the limits that you put on yourself. If you will begin to walk in love, you will see that there's no limits in your life. Even when you do not have, your faith will rise up and it will bring what you need to you. And it not only will bring you what you need, it will bring overflow to your life where you'll be able to give and give and give and be a blessing. Amen. I want to read to you Deuteronomy chapter 28, beginning verse 1. It says, Now it shall come to pass, if you did diligently obey the voice of the Lord your God, to observe carefully all his commandments, which I command you today, that the Lord your God will set you high above all nations of the earth. And all these blessings shall come up upon you and overtake you, because you obey the voice of the Lord your God. So it's getting ready to tell you about all the blessings that are not just going to come upon you, but they're going to overtake you. Amen. Tell your neighbor the blessings of the Lord will overtake you. That means you can run, but you cannot hide from the blessings of the Lord. Not only will they come upon you, but they will overtake you. They will chase you down. They will chase you down whether you live in San Benito, Harlingen, McAllen, Progresso, wherever you live. They will chase you down. Amen. So let's talk about all these blessings. All these blessings will come upon you and they will chase you down if you will obey the voice of the Lord. Verse 4. Verse 3. Blessed shall you be in the city and blessed shall you be in the country. Blessed shall be the fruit of your body, the produce of your ground, and the increase of your herds, the increase of your cattle, and the offspring of your flocks. Blessed shall, you be, shall your basket and your kneading bowl. Blessed shall you be when you come in, and blessed shall you be when you go out. The Lord will cause your enemies who rise against you to be defeated before your face. They shall come at you again come out against you one way and flee before you seven ways. The Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The Lord will establish you as his holy people to himself, just as he has sworn to you if you keep the commandments of the Lord your God and walk in his ways. Then all peoples of the earth shall see that you are called by the name of the Lord, and they shall be afraid of you. And the Lord will grant you plenty of goods in the fruit of your body, in the increase of your lost livestock, and in the produce of your ground, in the land which the Lord swore to your fathers to give you. The Lord will open to you his good treasure, the heavens, to give the rain to your land in its season and to bless all the work of your hand. You will lend to many nations, but you shall not borrow. And the Lord will make you the head and not the tail. You shall be above only and not be beneath. If you heed the commandments of the Lord your God, which I command you today, and are careful to observe them, so you shall not turn aside from any of the words which I command you this day to the right or to the left, to go after other gods, 
to serve them. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank God for the word. Amen. Say the blessing shall come upon me. See, this blessing, it comes upon you, but it says if you keep the commandments of the Lord and you are careful to follow his ways. In other words, if you listen to the Spirit of God and walk being led by the Spirit of God. As simple as that. Because the commandments of God are not just written in the Bible. The commandments of God are written in your heart. And the Spirit of God will lead you and speak to you about what you should do, how you should live, how you should talk, how you should act. The Spirit of God will direct your steps where you should go. And if you are willing and obedient, if you will hear the voice of the Holy Ghost and follow his direction, he will always lead you into blessing. The Bible says that the all things work together for good for those that love God and are called according to his purposes. Even in the bad things, somehow God will turn it around and turn it into a blessing over your life. Amen. We cannot allow the enemy to rob us of living a blessed life. To rob us of, of receiving the blessing of God now. Amen. We receive it now. Not when we see it. Not when the money comes in or the, or, the, or the opportunities rise up. We receive the blessings of God now by faith. They become ours. We take hold of it. We grab a hold of it. And we don't let it go. That way you understand that the blessings do not come when man has favor upon you. The blessing comes because God has put his favor upon you. And even what you do not have, somehow, some way, God will provide for you so that you'll never disqualify yourself from becoming or doing. You always think that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. When I start thinking about the things that the Lord has put my hands to and the works that we are doing, I could speak hours about the different projects that are going on. I can speak hours about the different stages of those projects and the people that, are, are, that, have, that have come to help and, and the, the, the provision that God has brought for that season and, and how we're applying it to building things and doing things for the glory of God. I got a report this past week that they're ready, they already laid down the, the floors for the, the new church in Apan, Mexico. How many of y'all remember our brothers in Mexico? And they're going to be sending me pictures. Hopefully by next week I'll be able to show you the, the construction that's happening over there. And then you see all the things happening on the outside. You see the new things that are happening all over the place. In the, in the church in McAllen. I mean, I could talk hours about the things that are going on. But when you look at all the different projects, you could look at it and say, Pastor, you know, you're, 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 you're doing too much. You're doing too much. You need to rest. You need to slow down. You look at my staff, and they'll tell you we're doing too much. And not only, not only I have everybody serving and everybody working, everybody building, um, I see something, and my thoughts are, I can do that. That is my first thought. My first thought is not, I can't do that. My first thought is, I can do that. I can do that. We, we, when I go to Australia, 
There's a man who has the organizations to do a mass crusade in the nation of Papua New Guinea who's flying to Australia to meet me because he wants us to do a crusade there next year. Now, I could say, I'm busy. I got too much stuff in my hands. You, I can't do that. I have every excuse to say no. But when God has told me I could do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And when I recognize that there's a blessing upon my life. That there, I shall never lack no good thing. And that I will prosper whatever I put my hands to. The question is not that do, can I do it. The question is do I want to do it. And I want to let you know. Everything about me is saying, go, 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 do, do, do. If you're part of this church, get ready to work. When I walk into the, to the church on, on Friday and see the hundreds of families that have come out because of the food ministry and seeing the, the leaders preaching the gospel and the, the people serving them the groceries. And we've been doing that ministry for over, I think it was about eight years now. I was, I was walking through and talking to someone who was new. And he says, where did you get the, the, the food? Where do you get the money? Where do you do this? Where is this? And I looked at him. I said, I don't know. How many of y'all been, been to the food pantry and seen and served and all that? Literally, I don't know. I don't know. I do not know. I do not know. It's one of the biggest ministries, biggest food pantry in, in the valley. Hundreds of families get groceries. They line up. They hear the gospel. They're being prayed for. They get miracles and signs and wonders. I, we have testimonies of people who are homeless, and we pray for them. And that same week, they got a house. People that were broken and in sickness, and the Lord healed them. People that were lost, and people and they got saved. We have so many testimonies of the glory of God that in that ministry. But when you ask me, Pastor Kevin, how are you able to, to pay for this? How is the church able to, to, to provide the groceries? I still do not know. Amen. But it's not important that I know. I've learned a long time ago, when there is a miracle flowing, just let it flow. Amen. How many of you know that we serve a supernatural God who does supernatural things? And he wants to do supernatural things upon your life. Amen. And that's why I, I want to encourage you to remove all the excuses of why you cannot and begin to include yourself in the conversation that you can because God is with you. Amen. You can because the Lord will strengthen you. And here in the word of God, he says, I will bless you with all these blessings if you will obey my ways and follow my voice. This is the voice of the Lord will, will speak to you. You will be just be living your life, doing your thing, and God will put something in your heart that will show his love to somebody else. And you will look at yourself and think, I can't do it. I'm, I can't give that. I can't serve that way. I'm not able to minister that way. But if you'll begin to say, yes, Lord, here I am. Use me. 
The Lord will pour out his anointing upon you. Your relationship with the Holy Ghost will go to the next level. The Lord will, pro will provide the provision from the north, south, east, and west. The favor of God will come upon your life. And instead of being someone who a week ago could not do, you will become someone who can do because of the anointing of the Holy Ghost. It's never about you. It's never about your strength or what, what you can do. God doesn't look at, at, at your resources and expect them to pay for his kingdom. He's just looking for that person that he can open up the windows of heaven and pour out his blessing upon. That through their life they could be a blessing to others. Amen. I don't know about you, but I, I'm, I want, I'm that person. Amen. How many of you want to be that person that God's blessing could come on so that he could pour out through? Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. When you read the word of God and all these blessings, you got to begin to grab a hold of them and make them your own. When the word of God says, if you go to, in every area, every scripture, if you go to verse 8, the Lord will command the blessing on you in your storehouses and in all to which you set your hand. And he will bless you in the land which the Lord your God is giving you. Where did the, the Bible say that he's, he's going to command the blessing? In your storehouses. Hallelujah. He commands, he says, blessing, get in there. Say that with me. Blessing, get in there. That's what it says. He will command the blessing on you in your storehouses. But the question is, do you have a storehouse that he could command the blessing on? You know, it's, it's amazing when people will see that scripture and grab a hold of it. And it's not just that word, but it's every scripture in there. If you, if you would grab a hold of it, what it's saying, and make it yours, and make it real. Watch how quickly the Lord will show you his glory. If you will create a storehouse, watch how quickly the Lord will begin to fill it up. Amen. Well, pastor, I got a wallet. Yeah, but a wallet goes in and a wallet goes out. That's not a storehouse. That's a pocket with holes. Amen. There was a man that, 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 that grabbed a hold of that word. And he began, you know, he didn't have enough. And he began to ask, he said, you know, where's my storehouse? I'm not content with what I have. I'm not content with, with the, the, the little that we're receiving. And it looked like there was no future hope for more. So he began to decide. He was in the ministry as a, pre a preacher. And at the end of the services, his wife would, would sell little cassette tapes. And, and he decided, you know what I'm going to do? Whatever resources come from selling the cassette tapes, I'm going to put it in a coffee can, and that's going to be my storehouse. And he was faithful to do that. He didn't take out of the storehouse. He just began to speak the, the blessing on that storehouse. And the Lord began to fill it. And then next thing you know, it became two, became two cans. Next thing you know, it became three. Next thing you know, it became savings accounts. It became investment accounts. Now the, the, the man, the pastor that, that began that principle of of speaking about that's my storehouse, that the Lord could command the blessing on it. Now he has a ministry worth tens of millions of dollars, all paid in full because of the storehouses of the Lord that the Lord has, has commanded the blessing upon. If God could do that for a pastor, God could do it for you. 
God could do it for you. Hit your neighbor and say, God could do it for you. But it all starts with you being obedient to the voice of the Lord. Being obedient to the commands of God. If you're believing God for children, you begin to believe God where the word of God says that he will, he will bless the fruit of your body. Amen. In every area. In every area, if you're a farmer, begin to thank God that he's going to open up the wind, open up the heavens and pour out rain upon your, upon your crops. Amen. It all belongs to you. Amen. Because you are the blessed. Say, I am blessed. Again, say it three times. I am blessed. I am blessed. I am blessed. Hallelujah. And don't change your mind regarding this truth. This is the truth of the word of God. You are blessed by the hand of the Lord. Don't change your mind and begin to say, oh, I'm broke. I'm poor. I don't have enough. You have not, ever, you have not even partaken a, a little bit of the blessing of heaven yet. Just because you don't have in your hand does not mean that God cannot put it in your hand. Amen. You hold on to your faith in spite of what you see and watch how God will provide for you. Amen. Scott and Stella just experienced that. She held on to her faith even though every door looked like it was shut and there was no way for her to do it. But God came in in the, in the last hour and the Lord brought in all the resources. Hallelujah. And guess what? In two weeks, they're on their way to Australia. Amen. Somebody say praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Because you have to understand it's important that you are blessed. It's not just so that you can have more things and that you could live a, a more prosperous life. It's so that God can show you off. So that God can show you off and say, look at my child and see how I blessed him. Look at my son and see how I lifted him up. Amen. Your story will preach. Amen. You're not the poor. You are the blessed. Thank you, Jesus. You are the blessed. But you have to hear from God. You have to follow his ways. And cry out to the Lord. Say, Lord, speak to me. Direct my steps. Show me your glory. And watch how God will, will speak to you. You have to understand it's a very lonely life when you don't have a life with God. It's hard to live by yourself. It's hard to be your own, your own king. It's hard to be your own savior. Thank God we have a savior in Jesus Christ. That he found us. He called us. And now he's using us for his glory. All you have to do is be willing and obedient. And the word of God says you will eat the good of the land. Amen. Say, I will eat the good of the land. And you know, the Lord is really good because he'll, he'll challenge you. He'll challenge you to see if you really believe him. I believe even right now the Lord is speaking to people about things that they were supposed to do and things they're supposed to give and, and places they're supposed to do, supposed to go. Or words you're supposed to say. But your acts of, your disobedience is keeping you away from God's blessing. Amen. It doesn't mean that God, 
will curse you. It means that God wants to bless you, but he's waiting for your obedience to his word. Amen. One day I was crying out to God. I wasn't filled with the Holy Spirit, but I wanted to hear the word of God. And finally I got to a place of desperation where I said, Lord, speak to me, speak to me, speak to me. And I came to a church, to church one day. I'm sitting in the back, minding my own business. I had just paid off my car. There's nothing like having a, a paid-off car. Amen. How many, how many of y'all hate car notes? <clears throat> Amen. And so I just paid it off, this beautiful car, Mustang. And the Lord spoke to me. He said, he said give your car. Now, understand, all I've been crying out to God, I wasn't crying out to God for more money. I wasn't crying out to God for anything. The only thing I was asking God for was, God, I want to hear from you. And he says, give me your car. I wanted to tell him, get thee behind me. I wanted to blame it on the voice of the devil. I looked at my wife and I said, honey, God's telling me, me, me to give my car. She said, go. So I got up in the middle of the service as my brother Clark was preaching. And I came to the altar and I gave the car. Who was here that day? Praise God. Don't tell anybody. That day changed my life. Not only did God bless me financially, but that is the least of the blessings. The Lord opened up a door for me to go and serve in another ministry. And while I was there, I got full of the Holy Spirit, baptized with the Holy Ghost. I came back with the power and the anointing of God upon my life and a passion to preach the gospel. And ever since then, I have not been the same. But it took that one act of obedience to hearing the voice of the Lord and obeying his ways. You think that I'm talking about just financial blessings. I am not. I'm talking about knowing that whenever you pray, that God hears your prayers and responds with power because you have such a relationship with God. God is looking for those people who, are, who will be willing and obedient. But it starts off with your obedience to the voice of the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. If you want God to begin to speak to you clearer, he will first speak to you more important. He, the place I, see, I find him speaking the most, the clearest, and the easiest for us to understand is in our giving. Because he wants to break the curse of poverty off your life, and he wants to change who you serve. Je Jesus said you cannot serve God in money. And when you're able to honor God with your wealth, you're telling God, God, you're better than anything I could, any finances that I could ever have. You're better than the money. You're better than all that thing. I just want you. I just want you. I just want you. And if you want God to begin to speak to you in a clearer realm, I want you to lift up your hands and I'm going to pray. And we're going to believe God that the Spirit of God will begin to speak to you in the, even in the area of your giving.
begin to speak to you about your future, begin to give you clarity about what he has for you. Spirit of God, we ask you to speak to your people. Lord Jesus, you have been so good to us. You have saved us. You redeemed us. You have bought us with the price of your blood. But Lord, you did not just save us, but Lord, you have sent your spirit. Father, you have sent your spirit to live in and dwell in your people. Now we ask you, Holy Spirit, to speak to your people. Lead us so that we can experience your blessing. So that we can recognize that we are not cursed, but we are blessed by you. Lord, I thank you, Lord, that you will direct our steps. That you will show us the ways we must go. And that every curse be broken off of our life. That our children will not have to experience lack or want, but they shall always know that you are a faithful God to provide for your children. Father, I bless your people. Now, Holy Ghost, speak to them. Speak to them. Make your word clear to their life. Speak to us in our giving. Speak to us in our living. In every area, we surrender ourselves to you. And we thank you, Lord, that you love us and that your voice is not quiet, but your voice shall be loud inside of our heart, that we will hear your word, and we will be faithful to do it. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen, amen, amen. Give God praise. Amen. Hallelujah.